Hello and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. This is coming to you from an absolutely sweaty and roasting hot Germany. I am sitting in my office just now, absolutely roasting. So I'll try and keep this short and sweet. But this topic I really think is worth covering as it's something that I get asked a lot um, whether that's on you know social people reaching out on social media asking for advice or when I'm dealing with my my own clients because if you are trying to work towards your goals or you know just make healthier choices and healthier habits in general in your lifestyle trying to factor in social events can be really, really tricky for a lot of people because, you know, if you are at home, it's easy to plan your meals. It's easy to go to, you know, the shops where you know what you like is and, you know, what you can make for dinners and lunches and whatever. Um, And planning your workouts into your diary is easy as well. So when you're taken out of your, your natural environment and put into a social event, it can be really tricky to try and navigate. However, fear not. Social events, now whether that's weekends away or going out with your friends or holidays, these are part of life and these are the good bits of life. So we really have to try and think about how we can factor these in as well because these are as important for you know, a balanced approach to your physical, your mental um, health and your well-being. These are the times when you go places and it's for stress relief, it's for enjoyment. You know, maybe you've had a, a stressful week at work and you've got something planned at the weekend with your friends. This is the time where you're going to enjoy yourself. So this is just as important for overall health than working out and, you know, eating a balanced, nutritious diet. Um, so coming up with a sort of toolkit as to how you can navigate these in a way that's not going to set you back if you've been working on a a specific goal is going to be key in managing them. So I thought I would run through some tips that I like to cover with my own clients and my own clients have used these when they've been holidays and weekends away and things like that and they've found them to be really really beneficial. So hopefully they are of help to you too. I would say the biggest one, the, the, the sort of first thing I would say is if you're going into an event telling yourself that, you know, it's going to set you back, you know, you're going to be, you know, eating out loads, you're going to be drinking loads, you're going to be eating loads of high calorie foods. You need to stop telling yourself that to start with because that's the internal narrative and you know the thoughts and what you're telling yourself is going to happen there's probably a very high chance that that is what will happen um you know it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy really if you tell yourself that's what's going to happen you will then act in that way so the best way to approach it is to just think to yourself I'm going to be sensible I'm going to act in a sensible way I'm going to enjoy myself but I'm also going to bear in mind that I've worked hard so far and I want to continue working hard. So what does this mean though? Well, acting in a sensible way or approaching them in a sensible way. So there's some real sort of basic principles that you can apply 
And if we're talking here about, you know, going out for meals or, or on a weekend away, if you've got quite a few different meals to have, thinking about how you structure your meals. So most restaurants, you know, most cafes, everywhere you go, there will be an option where you can still have a lean protein source. For example, chicken, fish, pork, tofu or a veggie alternative, whatever it is. And making sure that you still get at least two portions of fruit or veg with it as well. You really can't go too far wrong if you are still keeping in mind the sort of basic principles for the structure of your meals. It can also be worthwhile considering how that meal is cooked. So, you know, is it really greasy? Is it really oil laden? Is it fried? And is there then potential ways that you can switch this around slightly? So, for example, rather than choosing a big greasy fry up or full English breakfast, can you switch it for maybe poached eggs on wholemeal toast or scrambled eggs and wholemeal toast or some grilled bacon and nice bread, whatever it is. Things as well, like if you're going for, you know, an all you can eat lunch buffet, then is there really any need for you to have you know, a huge big breakfast before it as well. So could you cut back slightly? Could you go for a lighter breakfast, maybe some, you know, yogurts and fruits so that you're leaving the space then for the lunch and you can enjoy the lunch and not really have to think about, oh, I've eaten so much just by the end of lunchtime. There's also ways that you can go out, enjoy the food, order off the menu, but just maybe bearing in mind slightly lower calorie swaps. So for example, if there is a really high calorie macaroni cheese on the menu and garlic bread on the side, could you possibly swap this for a tomato-based pasta sauce with chicken in it? Or maybe swapping Caesar salad dressings for balsamic dressings? Easy swaps, which will add up and will make a difference overall. Going to restaurants as well. Now, this is something to be enjoyed and we are so, so lucky that we have the opportunity to do this and to experience food for enjoyment as well. But for some people who potentially have a fat loss goal, it can be worthwhile having a little check of the menu before you go. So when you're sitting in company, it might feel uncomfortable if you're, you know, analysing the menu and thinking, oh, what can I have and all this sort of stuff. So just have a quick scan of the menu online before you go. You know, it's you don't have to be continuously thinking about calories and you shouldn't be. That's it's really not the point. But is there maybe, you know, lighter calorie options that you might want to consider? It's just about going in with an idea of what they have and what you might want to choose so that it doesn't become stressful when you're sitting there in company. Another restaurant tip, mindful eating. Now this is a great tool if you have a fat loss goal because we have all done it. You know what it's like if you are sitting in front of the TV and having a, you know, having snacks or even eating dinners in front of the TV, but you'll sit down with a plate of food or whatever it is, and within minutes, it's gone. And you don't even really 
you don't even really know where it's went. You've just sort of inhaled it. And this potentially, or, or eating in this way, can potentially lead to overeating because there's not really enough time for your brain and your stomach to sort of tell each other that you're full and for you to be signaled to stop eating. So especially in social situations where the atmosphere is there, you know, you can get caught up in, you know, the conversations that are going on and all this sort of stuff. But can you perhaps consider eating slowly? So focus on the meal. What does it taste like? What's the textures of it? What's the flavours? Discuss the meat, like discuss the meal with a company that you're in. Say, oh, this tastes like this. This tastes amazing. All of these things can really help you to slow down. And it also then, you know, gives your brain or gives you time to receive the fullness cues because once again we've all been in the situation where we go out for a meal and you just eat and eat and eat and then you're so close to bursting and it's uncomfortable so slowing down you know putting your knife and fork down in between bites taking a sip of water in between bites all of these things can be really helpful for helping you slow down also in restaurants there are is very often a lot of hidden calories. So again, these things are good, they taste good, but it's just to have an awareness of it. So is there a sauce that's potentially really high calories? Is there lots of butters or you know oils on the sides? Fried foods, they're going to hold on to a lot of oil and therefore be pretty calorie dense. So maybe you want to consider choosing a slightly lower a lower calorie alternative for this and you know maybe substitute one of the courses for a slightly lower calorie alternative and then have you know maybe the main course as a higher calorie one if that's if that's what you want to go for with this the you know the waiters I know in the UK now that they have um calories on menus again however you feel about this it's you know, for some people, I believe it's beneficial. For other people, I believe it's not. But ask the, the waiters or the wait staff how things are, are cooked. You know, you're paying for the meal, so don't be scared to ask them. And don't be scared to ask for things that are not on the menu. So if, for example, there's a salad with a really high calorie dressing, could you ask for a lower calorie dressing? Could you ask for boiled rice instead of fried rice? See, these are all swaps that you can do that are pretty simple. You're still going to get the tastes and the flavours from the meal. You'll still be there enjoying the meal, but, you know, you'll be reducing the calories that you're consuming and therefore still working towards a fat loss goal. Alcohol, a biggie. Now, alcohol is enjoyable, of course. Um, well, for some of us anyway. Um, however, Alcohol really has almost no nutritional value. Um, however, drinks are very, very calorie dense. So in a drink, you know, you could be consuming anything between 100 to 400 calories, depending on what it is that you're drinking. And over a course of a night, if you're having three, four, five drinks, that can massively add up. So it doesn't have to be all about food. The drinks are can be a huge factor towards the, the total calories of the, you know, the meal or the weekend away or whatever it is. 
Additionally, we're all aware of the fact that alcohol leads to us making poorer choices, really, in more ways than one sometimes. So it can be worthwhile considering how much alcohol that you drink because what you don't want to happen is if you have, you know, changed the or made slightly different choices round about the food you're eating, but then you've drank too much alcohol and then, you know, you end up just throwing it all out the window and the rest of the night's a write-off. A good way to approach alcohol on a night out is to think, can you have one course plus alcohol? Or can you have two courses and no alcohol? And really my top tip for alcohol in general would just be practice moderation. So it's the age old saying of, you know, make every second drink, a, you know, a diet, um, like a diet drink or a water, something like that. But it will really help you to slow down the alcohol and reduce the amount that you can consume over the night. So it really, like I say, it is an old one, but it's still valid. Another one which people struggle with is learning that saying no is okay. So if you have someone in your company that when you say no or, you know, you make slightly different choices or you decide to go on a night out and not drink that night and someone in that circle or someone in your company is making you feel pressured by it, you really want to consider whether this is somebody that you want to spend time with because you are now at a point where you want to work on building healthier habits or you have a fat loss goal. There's obviously been habits that you've developed which have led you to this point. So there is going to have to be some changes that you make if you want to change and you want to develop new habits. And learning to say no is a big part of that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with saying no because at the end of the day, if somebody there is pressuring you to, you know, drink more or go for the cake or whatever it is, the following morning, it's no skin off their nose. They don't really care, but you could potentially be left feeling pretty rotten by it and disappointed by yourself or regret almost because deep down you wanted to say no, but you've let that peer pressure dictate how you've acted so get comfortable with saying no stand your ground establish your boundaries and if someone is pressuring you and making you feel that you're a party pooper or whatever it is then get rid of them like you really don't need that if you're trying to work on yourself and you know better yourself for your health and your own goals Something else to really consider is just having a plan, like having a bit of a plan. So not necessarily going holidays or going away or anything like that, but even if you have people visiting, so if you have people visiting you, then, you know, you can still have some sort of plan around how things are going to go. So if they're coming afternoon time, just for talking sake, can you get up and do a workout in the morning? Or if they're going to be there for a couple of days, can you think like we'll go out for 
you know, breakfast here and dinner here, but the rest of the time I'm going to plan to cook in the house and make something and I'm do, I'm the choice is mine and what I'm going to make. So get a plan in place. Don't just go into these things with whatever will happen will happen. Have a bit of a plan, have some structure to it because at the end of the day, it's it doesn't have to be you're so strict and so regimented with everything, but your goals are your goals and to reach your goals, you're going to have to put in some work. So don't let other people throw you off. Have a plan with them. Absolutely, go places, have fun, let off some steam, but just practice being sensible. So practice a bit of self-control, you know, maybe on a weekend away, if there's on average seven meals, make two or three of these meals, whatever you fancy, absolutely whatever it is you want. And then the rest of the time, just practice the, the control of maybe having a protein source and a couple of veggies plus whatever else with the meal. And get comfortable to say no, because that is really what's going to help you to focus on your goal and forget everybody else. So I hope this has been helpful. Please let me know if you've enjoyed this episode and if you would like some more tips like this in the future. I am on Instagram at lmt.fitness. Thank you very much for listening and I hope to see you in the next one.